What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I was thinking of the other day that I haven't told anyone. That's such a great fucking story. So when my father passed away and we like suddenly moved in here, you know, David had given up his job. I was whatever. It was like all of a sudden we there was like a lot of finances and a lot of us trying to figure out how to get our shit together. So my mom like I'm going to list our house as a rental space for movies and photo shoots. And I was like, that's a great idea because like location fees can be huge. And we forgot about it. It was like, I mean, it was right. It was five years ago, four and a half years ago. So a couple months ago, she gets an email from someone saying that they saw our house and they wanted to come look at it for a movie. And she was like, oh my gosh, I forgot my house. I forgot the house was even on this website. And I was like, well, movie, like those fees are are big. I was like, maybe we should just have them come location scout, see what it is. But let's like, by the way, it's crazy. You have to fully move out of your house. So now I have a baby and we have three dogs and my mom and Davide and like all of our stuff. But I was like, if the money's right. I'll fucking go wherever. So this sweet woman comes. She's taking photos. I'm working. I'm like on Zooms and calls and stuff. And she's taking a million photos of the house. So then I come into the kitchen like 45 minutes after she's been taking photos of the whole property. Like backyard, front yard, garage, the whole thing. And I'm like, she's taking photos of the kitchen. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Nice to meet you. Da, da, da. And I was like, so do you work for a scouting agency or do you work like directly with the movie or the director or the producer? You know, because like some people don't even know what what they're looking for. They're just like sent to take photos and submit them. And some people work very close, you know, whatever. She's like, I work really closely with the director. I've been working with her for, you know, over 15 years uh, doing locations. It's like, wow, what a special career. I was like, how amazing that you're able to work with a director so closely. She's like, yeah, the director's really involved in the locations. It's been, it's been like a beautiful, she's like, I'm so lucky. 
And I was like, well, I don't want to overstep, but would you mind telling me who the director is? And this woman looks at me and says, Nancy Myers. I literally, my mom and I, my mom dropped her cup. (laughs) I was being obviously very polite and professional. And then I looked at her and I said, are you fucking kidding me? But I said it in a shriek. I was shrieking. And then I pulled out a chair and I sat down. I said, do you have any idea (laughs) what that does to me? And, you know, went on, proceeded to tell her, you know, I grew up in Pasadena. The father of the bride house is is a staple in my life. I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just the whole thing. I mean, it was, it was epic. And then I saw that the movie, I saw like two weeks later, the movie was supposed to be for Netflix, but there was like a $50 million discrepancy in budgeting fees and Nancy Myers pulled out and is like, I guess trying to get the funding through somewhere else and like not do the movie with Netflix. So the movie is currently on hold. I don't know if our house got picked. I don't know if it would still get picked, but I was like, it was right. You know, it's like, I was like, I'm sorry, our kitchen's pink. You know, then at this point I'm like, oh my God, what? Like, she's like, would you mind if we painted things? And I was like, fucking do what? Burn it down, rebuild it. Like what? Whatever you want to do. Like, and I will keep it. I was like, my kitchen can be like a Nancy Myers kitchen. Like a Nancy Myers kitchen. By the way, our kitchen's so narrow. I don't need, I don't think there's any way like physically they could. Oh my God. It was just, I was losing my shit over that one. Okay. Someone asked, I'm just going to rip through your questions that I did in my Instagram. Someone was like, what has been going on with you? Well, in general, I don't know. I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't post how much I, like what I, like how often I'm working. Like I don't post all my meetings I have all day long. Like you guys just see like the funny little moments in between. Um, so by the way, I got this giant water bottle called an iron flask. I got it when I came home from the hospital and realized that as soon as your baby latches onto your boob to breastfeed, that the thirst is insatiable. <clears throat> and now I know if I drink one and a half of these a day, that that's the amount of water I'm supposed to drink. And it's been so helpful. I drink that and I always put a element in it because I love element. So I don't know. LPA has been just great. It's a weird, it's, you know, it, I think I think, oh my God, that's so funny. Like two days ago, like August 10th is when it launched. I think that was nine years ago, eight years ago or something. So it's been a long time we've been doing LPA and it's had many different iterations. I feel like the vibe of the brand has always been obviously consistent because it's been me, you know, there's not like some like big design team. It's been me and a designer. And so it's been pretty consistent, but I'll tell you what's, what's weird about fashion stuff is that a lot of things get dictated by buyers and analysts. And it's a very tough thing to navigate because maybe there's something you want to make, but the numbers, you know, like the analysts will say, we know that won't sell. Or there's something that you never want to see again because 
it was like kind of cheesy. And then so it's like aging even more poorly, but it sells like fucking hotcakes and it keeps getting recut. And you're just like, why won't this thing die? <laughs> but but it keeps selling out every time you recut it. And it's a very obviously interesting personal thing to try to find a designer that can interpret what you want. And I think that's in every job, right? Whoever you work with, you kind of have to have this like unspoken synergy that allows people to just work together really well. But like most importantly, especially when it comes to something, you know, like designing a dress, if I'm like, oh, I kind of want it to be like this, but like I definitely want it to be easy to wear, but I want it to be sexy, but I want a little bit of this and like, you know, I'll sketch things out or I go through all my inspo or we pull up like older dresses that we've done or I'll pull out like I have a, such an amazing rack of vintage clothes that like live at the office. And so we work a lot on that. Um, and it's every month we design a collection. It's about a year out. We do fabrics first. And then once we have secured the fabrics, you know, I make a deck for the fabric and then we secure the fabrics or we know about what we'll use. And then we have a, a pre-sketch review and then we have a sketch review. So this week we had, or last week now, we had our pre-sketch and then our sketch review. And I've been working with a new designer on my team who is great. And then I was able, we were able to like shift things around in the office to get um, D Larson back helping with LPA, who is a genius and works on Revolve brands. And she and I have been working together forever and we work really well together. And she just like pushes the limits of like what we can do. And if it's something we can't do, she figures out how to do it. Like there's so much that goes on in production. And she's one of those unicorns that like really understands production, like knows all the factories and knows their capabilities. So if I'm like, oh, I want to do this dress, she'll be like, actually, you should do this. And like, we can use this lace, but you're going to need to do like a tech pack for it before. Or like, actually, that dress doesn't need a tech pack. It needs like artwork. And so we'll do the artwork first and we'll do that long lead. I mean, there's so many things. And so being able to have her back on the team where like everything is a possibility and everything, we're going to work really hard to make it happen instead of having kind of an energy, which by the way, it is just normal in any job where you're kind of just trying to get things done just for the sake of getting them done because they have to get done. And I've had people like that in my life. And I've been that person because that just fucking happens. So D just really brings a lot of, a lot of romance to everything in the process, which I love. And I'm, you know, really happy that we got like a really big buy for that collection and that collection will drop in conjunction with a trip. And that feels really special and really cool. And, you know, when you get your numbers back from the buyers and it's higher than the year before, because they know that the product will sell, it's a really good feeling. So that is LPA. And I, and I really just love everything right now and everything that's coming out is getting like better and better. And every month, like when the drop comes, I just like want to scream with excitement. And then Baroncini, we've been doing so much work on that. So we are going to be doing a total rebrand for Baroncini, but not like a total rebrand. 
uh, we are changing the tin a little bit because we now see the brand obviously as a, like an entire company that's going to need to live in many different forms and across many different products. And so I work with this amazing graphic designer named Michael who is incredible. And if anybody needs like a really great graphic designer, he has a huge team and he's incredibly professional. And again, is somebody that we can say, you know, give like three photos to, and he reads our brain, like, cause he's been working with Davide and stuff. His, his company is called label maker. He's based in New York, but he, and I worked on something together a long time ago and then kind of like rekindled at the exact perfect time when, you know, we need labels made for a lot of these different products that are in the works and we need a new website. And I was like, you know, I think we need to do kind of like a full like brand overhaul. And I think that the tin just needs like a facelift. So we did that and it was super collaborative and really amazing. The tin started, Davide watercolored the tin or like drew it with a pencil or something. Davide is very talented when it comes to drawing. So he drew the tin and then our friend Harvey, who is now the creative director at Flamingo Estate, and is just one of the best people. He made our wedding invitation. He did the Baroncini tin. And he did my dad's funeral pamphlet, which was like the most beautiful pamphlet. Because you have to like get those things laid out. And I was like, how do I? It was just such a crazy time. And the fact that he like came over and laid all that out and made it so beautiful. And we have them sitting out still for anyone that comes over. So he's obviously done very important things in my life. And... It was like just time that we kind of, you know, give it a bit of a facelift. So it looks almost the same, but the changes, the changes are minor, but it's just kind of like a newer, I love showing people the work that I'm doing, like as it's happening. So I showed a bunch of people and they were all like, wait, I don't want you to redo the tin. And then they saw it and they're like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Like, this is great. So we're going to redo the tin. We're making, finally, we're making a 500 ml tin which is basically like half the size, um, which we couldn't do before literally because like minimums are too high. So like for everybody who's like, oh, I want to start a brand, like I'm here are like, here are frustrating things that happen often. We have not raised any money for Baroncini and we have, you know, our partners are the people who make the oil, the Azura family. The minimums to make the small tins that you see other brands make is 50,000. So that means that we need to be in a place where we're secure enough to sell 50,000 units, right? It's a huge investment. The bigger tins has a way lower minimum. So we were like, oh, let's just test this out and do this olive oil thing. And that big tin, the fact that we've been able to sell it so well for this long and it's a giant size and it's so hard to ship and it's really expensive. And by the way, the price on it, it's so, the price on it is, is it's $40 less than it should be. Like I can't even wholesale it right now because we're retailing it for what the wholesale cost should be. Because by the time people, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been, so we're redoing everything and they have pasta coming and then we have 
all the interior stuff coming and that's a separate company or it's a separate, you know, like we have pantry and then we have Casa Baroncini um, as to your things. And so like we've been working on that, but like the logistics of working on that are really complicated and involve really crazy decisions that could either lead us in the perfect direction or they could lead us astray and everybody has kind of a different opinion and so many brands have launched and so many brands have done things in so many different ways. So it's very, I don't know. It's like, part of me is like, should I just get a little, you know, do like a friends and family round to raise some money. But like, you know, I, investors can also be really tricky. They can ruin your, your life and your business. If you have somebody that's like the wrong investor and then if I raise like a shit ton of money, I could give away like a huge part of my company or I, I just like, you know, in VC money, like they want that money back so fast. And I obviously like, I'm really anxious to hit the market and get a lot of products out and do all the things that I've had in my head for so long, but I don't want to do them in an irresponsible way where we crash and burn and everything's in a, in a weird place because we have so many learnings from so many companies that have launched and there's just a lot of things that people did great and a lot of things that look great but are not great on the back end and we're really lucky to be around a lot of entrepreneurs to be able to kind of have those conversations and see what's happening on the inside and it's just so crazy so you know right now we literally are like making sure that we're going over contracts and that legal things are are working and then having to come up with like a timeline. And then now we have PR we're with Walker draw us. And so, you know, you can't just we have to be like extremely strategic about the way that things are launched and when and how and what that involves. And there's a person that I've been working on, working with all of this on in terms of like someone to like bounce ideas back and forth. Everyone needs like their unicorn. You need like somebody who, you can call or be like, oh, we should do this. And they're like, actually, yes, but we should do da, 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 da. Like somebody who's just as jacked up, but is not you, obviously, because you need to have somebody with like a little bit more of an objective view. And it's obviously good to have somebody who's like worked at lots of brands and worked at lots of companies to obviously give their experience and learn from their experience. And I have that person. And now obviously like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get her locked in. It's just uh, a whole crapshoot of a million different things going on, but it's great. And I really like the intensity and chaos of all of this. Like the product is something I could do easy with my eyes closed, but setting all of this up and coming up with like the proper strategy and then figuring out if we want to raise money or like, you know, all the different options for how to get it to the market are really really interesting. And I can't wait till we decide what we're going to do. And I can talk about that and we can hopefully see how that goes. Brooklinen was founded by husband and wife duo Rich and Vicky in 2014. And their mission was to provide their customers with hotel quality luxury bedding. And let me tell you something, they have done that. I needed new sheets I was a little lost. There's a lot out there. I don't want to spend money that's going to break my bank because I have three dogs and a toddler, but I also deserve to be in luxury goodness. And that's really 
what Brooklinen is. It's the internet's favorite sheets because I literally typed in best sheets <laughs> into Google and that's what came up and that's why I purchased them. And while there's no such thing as the perfect sleep, there is the ideal fabric for every kind of sleeper. Cool off with their crisp classic percal weave or try the best-selling buttery smooth luxe sateen sheets. We love the percal. I also have all of the, my pillows from Brooklyn in and I have all my pillow covers and then I have my sheet. I cannot, I just get into bed and I'm like, this is luxury. I am in a luxury environment. Brooklinen is the perfect way to build your own indoor oasis and to escape the heat because Davide and I run hot. These dogs jump in this bed and the options are endless. So do yourself a favor by simplifying your shopping, by bundling bed, bath, and both. And you can save time and up to 25% when bundling your new favorite home essentials. I cannot tell you enough. I bought the pillows. I didn't tell Davide. I just bought four full new pillows that we sleep on. And he woke up the next day and was like, something's different. I was like, yes, those damn pillows and these fabulous sheets, they keep us nice and cool and they're just delicious and so soft. It's the perfect time to upgrade your sleep routine. Shop 15% off in store or at brooklinen.com. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Miss their sale? Visit brooklinen.com and sign up for emails to be kept up to date on the exclusive offers, all their new products, and much more. Hello. Our next partner is AG1. It's the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it every day because it's the easiest way to give your body the most incredible foundation without thinking about it. I make sure that my mom and Davide and I are getting our greens and our vitamins and there's adaptogens. By the way, there's 75 vitamins and minerals in there and a prebiotic and a probiotic. The adaptogens help make me feel more zen. There's something about this formula that just gets me so glowy. It keeps my stomach so flat. I just drink it in the morning before a workout or right after my workout, whatever. I drink it before noon. I make sure I drink it before noon every day. And it's just one scoop and a glass of water. You can add it to a smoothie. You can add it to anything. And it just really makes me feel like I have all the tools to take on my day and that my body has been giving all the nourishment that it needs. It's a really nice feeling. Since drinking AG1, I've totally noticed, like I said, that like it keeps my stomach and my digestion so on point. I cannot tell you enough. If you are looking for a simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one during your supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash best. That is drinkag1.com slash best. Check it out. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um. Okay, the next question is about our dinner party. Uh, I had a dinner for Davi Day here last night um, for his 35th birthday. 
So, okay, I'm going to break down some of my tips for this. It is not impossible to do all of this on your own. But you need to be somebody who understands the timing of lots of things. So there are many there are many ways you could do this. Listen, if you want to have a dinner party that you are completely like, this is saying like we've had dinner parties where we, where I've said, okay, like we'll make the main dish, which will be like pasta or like, you know, sometimes we'll do like steak and chicken, right? We'll do the main thing. And then you delegate sides to people. This is for, if you're having like an eight to 12 person dinner, right? Well, we had, we had 22 people last night and that was really pushing it because I don't have a rental. So here's the, here's where things get tricky is if you have over a certain amount of people, like you have to rent shit. Like, I don't like, you know, who has like 25 place settings, you know, like it's some people do, but I don't, I don't know a lot of those people. So we have three different like dinnerware sets and they're all blue. And so I, I have no problem mixing those. And so obviously that got me to exactly the number that I needed of plates. I always get the same napkins from Amazon. I linked them. I'll link them again. They're really fucking cheap. And I buy a fuck ton of them. And I, ha- I mean, I must have like a hundred of them here. And they're great. And the more that you use them and wash them, like the softer they get. My mom wants to iron them all the time. I never iron them. I think that looks like too weird and precious. And then if they get tons of stains in them, we just use them as rags uh, because they're not super expensive. So they're not really precious. And like stains are going to happen. Well, you always want to make sure that you have a lot of if you can fit it in your house, if you're going to do a big party is obviously folding tables. So we have a shit ton because we've done many events here. It's a good investment for us to always have them. I keep them on the side of the house and then I have like one smaller one for the bar, but like whatever. So you want to make sure that you're not over like, cause if you invite too many people and it's more settings than you have stuff, you have to rent things. Okay. Or You can go to a vintage shop and buy things or Ikea and buy bulk of things and mix and match them as so long as you have the storage and the finances to do so. It's really expensive to rent stuff, but usually people rent things and, but yeah, it's fucking expensive as shit. I also think that when I look at a lot of dinners, like everyone puts a lot of pressure on having like a purple, a purple, a perfect tablescape. Like I find that it's nice when things feel more organic and are not perfect. So I mixed three different plates. I always layer tablecloths. They were all my grandmothers from both sides of my family. They all happen to be white. Some are with lace. I have one really big, beautiful one that's from Doen. You can buy these cheap on Amazon. You can get plain linen. You can get some vintage ones from Etsy. I like layering multiple different pieces. I didn't do it for this dinner, but sometimes I will then take like, I have a bunch of like vintage kind of like lace doily things that I got from 
Davide's mom. And I'll like do those as like runners down the table. And then I mixed wine glasses. We fucked up last night. So we did this dinner with Lamora Pizza. And they're great. And they make the most amazing fucking food. And they, you know, they do catering. So here's another thing. Like if you're going to have it catered, but or if you're going to work with like a chef or you have like a food person you want to work with, you also have to realize that like there are going to be big rentals that if they don't own these things, like you're going to have to rent like a fryer. You're going to have to rent a pizza oven. You're going to have to rent, you know, whatever, like a bunch of different shit. So you want to make sure that you work with someone that understands how to navigate around a budget like that or people like Lamora owns their fryers. They own a they own their own like pizza oven. They own like there's they are like well equipped for all of this. So you don't have those additional add in costs of fucking rentals, which are insane. Like I had to do that for our wedding. I've never done it for anything else. Sometimes people just want to get like a chef that comes and cooks and that's great. You just have to let them know what your kitchen capabilities are. And so you have to like work within these restrictions or whatever. We messed up last night. So we were, I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off all day. Cause I went downtown to do the flowers and all that stuff. And I'll talk about that in a second. And so, you know, 30 minutes before people were coming, I'd set up most of the table and you know, people were, like who were, you know, the catering people were here and bartender was here and I hopped in the shower and I got out of the shower and I got a text from Marley from the and she was like, Oh, where's all the flatware? And I was like, Oh, I thought you were bringing the flatware. And she was like, no, I said silverware, which is like to serve things. And I was like, Oh my fucking God. And so 30 minutes before people got here, we realized that we didn't have any utensils. And I don't have 22 forks and knives. So she ran in, she ran to Crate and Barrel and bought 22 sets of forks and knives. Thank God Crate and Barrel is open until 9 p.m. That was a minor crisis, but worked out fine, which was nice. Then, but I, you know what I was going to do, what I thought about was going to like a vintage place and getting a bunch and whatever. It looked nice because the plates were mixed matched and the wine glasses and the chairs were mixed matched. So to have like one thing that was consistent on the table looked nice. And then I also decided to do a shit ton of tomatoes. There's a guy at the flower mark that usually has fruit and vegetables that sometimes we'll use as props. He didn't have any tomatoes. So I got all of those from Ralph's and then obviously we saved them. Some people took them home and then we'll make sauce out of them. So it didn't go to waste. In terms of like tablescape, you know, there's like a bunch of different ways to do it. You can put together like a mood board and then go like, you know, if you live in LA or you live in New York or you live where there's like a flower mart. I I didn't even have like any idea in mind. I knew that I wanted to put a bunch of tomatoes down on the table. And so I thought, okay, if I'm going to do flowers, I think I should play off of red. So... And especially since Davide got me red roses the day before for our anniversary. So I was like, I just kept all the flowers, like either burgundy or I did like red poppies and I did some deep purple peonies. And that ended up like looking really nice. And so I made flower arrangements and put them in vases around. And I didn't put any of the flowers on the table because when I set up everything there, it was really like narrow in the middle. So with the candles and the tomatoes, like 
I couldn't fit flowers. And like oftentimes people end up moving them out of the way if you make them tall anyway. Like I have all these like little vases and I was going to put some flowers in there, but I was like, maybe it looks cooler without flowers. And then we just put the flowers around the house. And then I think in what I like did yesterday that I think I like love a lot more than anything was instead of doing arrangements where I'm mixing a bunch of different flowers, I did the same, like I just did bunches of the same flower in all my vases and it made everything look kind of like really yummy and cohesive and I'll post photos of it like I really I thought it was I don't know I like I've been walking through the house all day like I love this I think this looks really amazing as a business of one you're killing yourself for everything that you earn so when you're paying a CPA a bookkeeper payroll and other admin services every dollar out is so so painful please trust me because I've been doing this for many years. And not only does your admin work cost you an arm and a leg, it also takes you away from your own billable hours. And that was really like what changed my life was realizing that I was spending so much time trying to make invoices, figure out my taxes, deal with my CPA, deal with a lawyer, do all these things separately. I was wasting a lot of money. I wasn't writing off all the things that I could write off. And I was drowning and it was taking me away from the things that make me money. There has to be a better way. And there is, and it's collective.com. Collective was built specifically for businesses of one that are making over $60,000 in profit a year. Collective handles all the stuff that used to cost a pile of money for a fraction of the cost. And listen up because I'll tell you how to save on your membership and lock in their lowest price of the year. Here's how it works. Collective is an all-in-one financial solution, like I said, for businesses of one. It handles all of your business information and compliance paperwork, all your taxes, your bookkeeping, your accounting, and even your payroll. If you're set up as an LLC or just sole proprietorship, Collective can elect your S-Corp tax status, which could save you, and I mean, I could scream this from the rooftop. It saves you thousands of dollars on your taxes. In fact, collective members can save on average $10,000 per year on taxes with this structure. A collective membership pays for itself in a few months and it's tax deductible. The price goes up on September 1st. So lock in your lower rate for a full year today to sweeten the deal, get an extra $100 off. when You go to collective.com slash Pia, but you have to do it before September 1st. Let a team of experts handle all of the stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Plus, save potentially thousands of dollars each year on your taxes. That's collective.com slash Pia. You know, we're always trying to bring Italy home. And Jennifer Lopez felt the same way. That's why she created Delola Spritz. Delola is a delicious world-crafted cocktail made with premium spirits and natural botanicals. And it's ready to enjoy. All you have to do is pour over ice, sit back and sip in the sunshine. And you just feel like you're on the coast of Italy. Delola is so effortless. Whether you're at the pool, the beach, or just hanging out in the backyard, Delola takes all the work out of having a delicious crafted cocktail because it's already in the bottle. And I'm telling you, if you want to entertain, this is the perfect way to do so. Especially since there's a Delola spritz option for everyone. The Paloma Rosa spritz is made with tequila, grapefruit, and elderflower. It is so good. The Bella Berry spritz is made with vodka, berries, and hibiscus. And the Lorange is made with Amaro, orange, and passion fruit. I'm telling you, all three of these are a damn 10. Delola is made with all natural botanicals. It's gluten-free. It's only 110 calories per serving and has less alcohol than traditional cocktails, about the same amount as a glass of wine. 
The best part is the Lola makes it easy to entertain without all the effort of making cocktails at home. Like I said, you just end up being a hero to all your guests because they're drinking something that's delicious and you just pour it over ice. I like to set it on the bar. I like to set up a bunch of lime, lemon, grapefruit, you know, cute little things to throw on top and I'm telling you, you are going to be the biggest crowd pleaser. Visit DelolaLife.com to find a store near you that carries Delola and follow at Delola on Instagram to learn more. Please enjoy responsibly. With signature offerings that help you move, eat, and sleep well, Westin Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance all your well-being while you're away. Because like, obviously we all love to travel if we can, but it's also kind of like annoying getting off your routine. And maybe sometimes you don't sleep your best or eat your best. And that's why Weston is here for you. Because at Weston, you can work out how you want with a variety of fitness options. First of all, they have the Weston Workout Fitness Studios, which are fabulous and equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You can go on a group run led by Weston's Run Concierge, which is amazing. It'll show you the beautiful little local hikes and runs around the hotel. And you can do your own thing in your guest room with the Weston's Gear Lending Program. How cool is that? They bring up fabulous gear, like they have bala bands. It's so amazing. Plus, you can eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu. The Weston chefs have crafted dishes for your well-being in mind, so you can choose what's right for you based on portion size, nutritional balance. And then you can recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep. Did you know that Weston makes their own beds, and they're called a heavenly bed? And you can buy them for your own home because people are so in love with these beds that they're now available for purchase. They are cozy and fabulous. You're going to get a great night's sleep and you can wind down naturally with their Sleep Well Lavender Balm, which eases tension and soothes the senses. Weston Hotels are also part of Marriott Bonvoy, which is an extraordinary portfolio of hotels and award-winning travel programs. At Weston, you can move well, eat well, and sleep well on the go. Find wellness at Weston. So in terms of bar, there's a couple of ways you could do this. You want to figure out what maybe your like signature drinks are for the night. And you can batch those and you can very cheaply buy, you know, like a dispenser. If you want to batch margaritas or if you want to batch Negronis or if you want to batch whatever. You can also like set those things up or you could tell everybody to bring a bottle. Like we do that often for parties. We'll like everybody like, what can I bring? I'm like, just bring a bottle of something. And you can set up an area in your house with a folding table or wherever and just have everybody put everything there and get like, you know, we have a Yeti cooler that we keep for ice. And so I'll put out an ice bucket and keep the Yeti cooler under the table. And so as ice is diminishing, it can just get easily refilled and you can leave like everything out. You can chop up a bunch of like limes and lemons and oranges and grapefruit slices and have mixers there and have everybody like make their own drinks all night. And anytime anybody brings something, they can set it down. And that's like a very easy, very cost effective. If you tell everybody to bring a bottle, you will always end up with more booze than you could drink for sure. It's a very cool thing that always happens. And so I like doing that because then when the party ends, I'm always like, oh my God, we have so much wine that people brought. And that's always really great. As our party started getting bigger, we started hiring a couple that come here and we, I did it for my mom's 70th birthday party here. And I remember that being like a big deal of like an investment, you know, I was like, okay, it's going to cost me like a few hundred dollars, but like, it's 
to be able to enjoy your party because somebody is bartending and cleaning and then helps clean up at the end of the night, it's fucking priceless. And you really want to not be a frantic host. I can't tell you enough. Like your energy is going to dictate the vibe of the fucking party. So if you're running around crazy, everybody's going to be having a good time and they're going to just see you kind of in the chaos and they're going to maybe feel a little bit bad or try to offer it up. Listen, if you can invest in having just at least one person and you pay them by the hour and show them where your trash is and have them walk around, even if it's like not a full bartender, but like if you, even if you set up a makeshift bar, you can have somebody walk around saying, Oh, can I refill your drink and just clean up and help with everything. And like at the end of the night, make sure that like your kitchen is clean and the dishes are put away and like whatever leftover food is put in the fridge. It allows you to be present at your own party. And I can't tell you how much that saves me. And so we've been using this same couple now it's been what five years we've been working with them and we, you know, they did my baby shower and I've known them for <clears throat> 10 years because they do all the events for like, you know, all my friends, baby showers in Pasadena. They like work with all the Pasadena families that I love. <clears throat> so I've seen them and known them personally forever. And so it feels like there's family here. And because they're always here when we have events, like all of our friends, who are here a lot, like recognize them and then they use them for their events. And so it just feels like there's like lovely. It's like, feels like there's just like more friends here. And the vibe of that is really, really nice. So they always help, which is great because, you know, it was very minimal cleanup this morning for having 22 people here last night. And that's a lot of people, right? Think about how many drinks people had. Think about the food and the plates and it was our own plates. Like it wasn't disposable. We did disposable plates and forks for the dessert. And then my mom made a chocolate cake and I made a really beautiful pavlova. Oh my God. I wonder if I even have a, took a photo of the pavlova. A pavlova was really easy to make by the way. And I fucked up the recipe and it still turned out fucking great. So I'm going to do, I'm going to like do a little post about that, but you can also just Google pavlova recipe. I'm telling you it's so fucking easy. And then you just got to whip up your own dessert and then you can get as like simple or as funky as you want with like the fruit. So I just did berries, but if I wanted to get Epic, I could have done like a mango puree or like passion fruit or something that like was like tropical and tangy and fabulous. And that would have really amped that thing up and you throw a bunch of flowers around it. I mean, it looks like you're a full professional chef when you do something like that. So I think like, I think you want to just make sure that you feel like not overwhelmed that if you're hiring someone that you've done a walkthrough of your house, so they're not asking you a million questions while the party is happening. You want to make sure that if you are telling everybody to bring something and that you, what you're responsible for is prepped and ready to go. Obviously, if you're doing something like steak, you're going to want to like cook that while people are here, but like, you know, make sure that you have them like pre-seasoned and that they're ready and they're sitting out. It's, there's just like a lot of, you just want to make sure by the time people get here, everything is like, sorted and ready to go. And a dinner that you go to or that you're throwing where there's a professional chef or a bunch of people are bringing something like there isn't even much of a difference. Like both are so fucking fabulous. Like it's really just about having a good time. So if you want to be somebody who's like repeatedly having events, I would definitely invest in folding tables. I would invest in linens 
and I would invest, yeah, including napkins. And I would invest in either a bunch of vintage wine glasses or like cheaper wine glasses from Ikea, like stuff that like can be stored. So like basically whenever we have a party, I know I have plastic fork, I like bamboo forks and knives and extra bamboo plates. Like that's stored in one area of my garage. I always make sure that we have backup of like mixers and bartending stuff. I always have like biodegradable plastic cups. I did plastic cups for cocktails last night. And then I did the wine glasses on the table. You want to make sure that you have like a water pitcher that's filled with water. So people can pour themselves water to drink. I try not to buy. I mean, I never buy like little bottled water because people finish it and throw it away. Like you want them to keep using the same cup all night long. I make sure that I always have a million napkins. I make sure obviously that I have, that I say the folding tables, that I have all the folding tables. And I think what's cool too is to like switch it up, like put that folding table in a different place than you're used to. Like maybe sit outside or sit outside in like a different area. Like maybe instead of putting, you know, like sitting at your usual dining table, maybe you like move your furniture somewhere and like do a dinner, like in front of a fireplace in a living room. There's just like a lot of, like we're always kind of like switching it up and like switching up where we put flowers and like what the different kind of arrangements look like. And I think that's really makes it feel like more interesting when people come over. And like, like I said, with arrangements, you can look online obviously and have like either a palette or see something that you want to get inspiration from. But like, I just kind of like raw dog the flower bar and see what flowers are in season and go from there. And it's really nice to just either pick like a color palette or things that complement each other. I always like to have some organic yummy long green leaf, you know, you can buy olive leaves. There's just lots of different cool things to do. And if you put like little moments in places that are unexpected, that make, makes it feel really nice too. Also like we keep using these candles, these candles. We've been using them. My God, I think it's been like three years went in the 99 cent store and got white prayer candles, like millions of them. And we have them out all the time. And when people come over, we'll like put them up either like the stairs or we'll put like 20 of them together on the entryway or like all down the table. And like that candle lit thing, it's something so low impact that is such like low impact on you, on you and like high impact on the vibes. I hope that answers everything. I always want to do a a little hosting pod, but I'm going to try to do more like videos. Okay. Last question or what are your current go-to meals? My hyperfixation meals right now for breakfast are scrambled eggs with like some cottage cheese and either like some flax crackers or some like seeded toast or gluten-free toast. I try to, you know, either add, I, I try to add protein to that, obviously. So sometimes I'll do like ground turkey or like chicken sausage, or I'll do cottage cheese. And I definitely try to most mornings have bone broth. I work out obviously. So I try to do bone broth before workout. I find that that's like the perfect way to like satiate me without, you know, sometimes when you work out and you're like burping your breakfast, I definitely don't want that. And it really doesn't help if I'm in hot eight because you can get so nauseous so quickly. In terms of lunch, I always have chicken breasts. It's like 
it's I don't like necessarily meal prep because I don't have like a routine enough schedule where I know that I can like shop one particular day of the week. 90% of the time I get myself to the farmer's market on Thursday afternoons and I'll buy like some meat from there. So I always either have like ground turkey or I'll have like ground bison. Uh, and then our farmer's market has really good chicken sausages. So I get Italian chicken sausages and I get Fiesta chicken sausages. And then I always have chicken breasts and sometimes I'll marinate them. Sometimes I won't. I made like a batch of marinade the other day. I just did rosemary, sage and thyme because it's growing a lot in our garden. And I blended it with olive oil and lemon juice and some of the lemon skin. And I put four chicken breasts in a Ziploc bag and let it sit overnight. And then the next day I made, you know, the chicken breasts. I ate one warm. I put the rest in the fridge cold and I just pull that out and put it on top of a salad. And then I always just have like different mix-ins for my salad, depending upon what week it is, what's available at the farmer's market. It's usually an arugula, a spinach and a romaine. Um, and then sometimes I'll add a little bit of cheese on there depending upon my cycle. Maybe I'll do like a seed, like a pumpkin seed or a sunflower seed. And then I try to get in like a good carb. So maybe I'll do a little bit of rice. We always have rice. We always have beans. Carmela eats a lot of rice and beans. And so we'll make like batches of rice and then I'll add like beans or a chickpea to my salad. You know, there's just like... Sometimes I do like a little bowl. That's always really easy. And then for dinner, like I know this sounds so stupid, but like if I'm home, my like girl dinner is always hands down every time a piece of salmon and broccoli. And I do like a spicy garlicky broccoli covered in hot sauce. Like that's really my favorite. And then I've been very hyper fixated on these things that I eat all fucking day, (laughs) but I take like two scoops I take, I take coconut yogurt and sometimes I'll add vanilla protein and sometimes I'll add just collagen because you can kind of taste the vanilla protein and I'm not super into that. Otherwise, I'll add like a bunch of scoops of collagen and I mix it with frozen raspberries because those are much cheaper than fresh raspberries. And I freeze that into little like flat patties and then I take them out and I dip them in. I just like, I melt sugar-free dark chocolate and I like paint it on the top. I don't even do top and bottom, but are like a thick layer of the chocolate on top and then refreeze them. And then I take them out and put them in in like a baggie. And I'll just like, if I'm walking by the fridge, like I'll just fucking grab one of those. You can also add like chia seeds to them. You got to make sure that they like soak for a second in the yogurt so they can expand. But I love that's when like raspberry and dark chocolate is my favorite combination. So I've been doing that as much as possible. Okay. That is my time. Great talking to you guys. I always feel so weird to talk to myself in my bedroom, but I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you are still listening, please leave me a little review. A nice one. Mean comments are for mean people. Love you guys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.